the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. I know that I talk a lot about the liberal progressive left. I know that, understand, and I hope it isn't overwhelming and overpowering. But I try to educate people on the dangers of the left, politically and theologically, and to help all of us identify what the liberal left believes, what they teach, where they stand. And one of the hallmarks of the liberal left is the destruction of authority. And I've said this over and over and over again. Please forgive the repetition, but if it's theological, you can't be a theological leftist and believe that the Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God. I have never, ever, ever met and never will meet a leftist theologian that believes that the Bible is inspired, infallible, and inerrant. They absolutely reject the absolute authority of Scripture. Now, it depends on where they are and how left they are. They will say, well, um, parts of it are inspiring, and God probably had a part in lots of it, but you can't take it literally, and it's certainly not inerrant, blah, 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 blah. In order to believe what they want to believe— they have to question God's authority. And it comes, that's what it comes down to. And that was the first attack of Satan on the human race. When the serpent came to Eve and says, yea, hath God said, God didn't really say that. God didn't really mean that. Uh, The serpent in the garden was the very first liberal leftist in world history. Okay. The same is true politically. But politically, it's all about the Constitution, because that is the ultimate authority here in America, is the Constitution. You can't be a liberal leftist and actually believe every word of the Constitution. You have to attack the authority of the Constitution. Now, I said all that to get to this story. Did you know that in the Constitution... In the 14th, the 15th, the 19th, the 24th, and the 26th amendments to the Constitution, all of those in one way or another have portions about voting rights in America. 14th, 15th, 19th, 24th, and 26th. And in all of those amendments to the Constitution, it is explicitly voting is explicitly limited to, and I quote, 
citizens of the United States. Citizens of the United States. Since 1996, federal law has made it a felony for non-citizens to vote in federal elections. Okay? So the U.S. Constitution makes it very clear. In federal elections, if you're not a citizen, you don't vote. Now, why do I even bring that up? Because the liberal left is trying to get illegal aliens who are not citizens to give them the privilege of voting. Now, something that I did not mention is that the Constitution allows individual states in state elections and local elections to make up their own rules. Federal elections, only citizens. State, local elections, the states can determine what they want. However, no state in America yet allows non-citizens to vote in statewide elections. I predict that's going to change. And it already has changed in New York City. Democrats on the New York City Council, Democrats on the New York City Council, what what did they just do? Uh, They removed the statue of Thomas Jefferson. Well, what else have they done? They have passed a law in New York City that allows non citizens to vote. It'll be the first state, first city in America to allow non-citizens to vote in elections. They will allow over 800,000 green card holders and non-citizen residents with work permits to vote in municipal elections. Now, How important is 800,000 votes in New York City? The only mayor in New York City history to receive more than 800,000 votes, Rudy Giuliani in 1993. So in other words, 800,000 votes in New York City could absolutely positively control a complete election. Now, the last time that New York City tried to pull this off, uber-liberal Bill de Blasio vetoed it because he says it violates the state constitution. So he vetoed it. Well, the current city council is the farthest left-leaning city council in New York City history. And um, if this holds up, if it holds up, New York City will be the first city in America to allow non-U.S. citizens to vote in an election. And in numbers so significantly large that non-U.S. citizens probably will determine the outcome of any city election. This is the direction 
that the liberal left wants to take the rest of the country. Because, as I continue to say, it's all about power. It's all about power. And illegal aliens overwhelmingly would vote for Democrats. So if this holds up, Democrats will have an iron grip on all city uh, leadership, city elected offices for who knows how long. A Republican, a conservative, will have no chance whatsoever. And of course, that's <clears throat> that's exactly what the Democrats want. And they'll do anything. Compromise principles, compromise truth, anything, as long as they can maintain power. All right, we're going to uh, take the final break of the hour. We'll be back and we'll wrap things up right after this brief intermission. Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I had the privilege of uh, speaking down in Logan yesterday morning to the folks at Ebenezer Baptist had such a good time there. And one of the things that I shared is that if you if you look at the history of the Christian church for the last 2,000 years, it is very common to see persecution of Christians. This has been pretty typical of Christians through the history of the church. Look what happened to the disciples. Look what happened to the Christians in Jerusalem. Uh, Look what happened to the Christians in Rome. There are little bubbles of time when Christians have not been persecuted, but when you look at 2,000 years of history, they they are pretty small. One of those bubbles has been America in our first two centuries. For the first two centuries of America, Christians have been honored, respected, Those days are gone, and I don't know that they will ever come back. But those days right now are gone. But remember in 1 Peter, it says, Think it not strange when you are tried with fiery trials. It's not weird. It's not strange. It's not unusual. It's not uncommon. We're beginning to see a turn against Christians in America And it's really picking up steam under this current administration. But we're not where other countries are. For instance, Finland. There are two pastors in Finland that are on trial. On trial. What did they do? Well, 
back in 2004, <clears throat> yeah, 2004, they collaborated together and wrote a booklet. And the booklet explained basic Christian theology about all kinds of issues, including sex and marriage. And this booklet said that the Bible reserves sex exclusively for within a marriage, and a marriage can only consist of one man and one woman for life. Well, that is the official position of the Christian church for 2,000 years. This is not new. So again, this book was written back in 2004. Well, uh, about, uh, let's see, how long ago? Just a few years ago, Finland passed hate speech laws. Now, this is very important. This booklet was written in 2004, several years before the hate speech laws had even been written. But someone turned these two ministers into government authorities, and they are now being placed on trial for hate speech and, I'm quoting, inciting hatred. Now, I don't speak or read Finnish, so I don't know what it says, but the story that I'm reading indicates there was nothing hateful in it. They were just expressing traditional, biblical, Christian teaching on marriage and the family. Uh, They could spend time in prison. Uh, They could be fined substantial amounts of money. Now again, they wrote a booklet in 2004. One of the defendants, one of these pastors, said this. This is the English translation. It is impossible impossible for me to think that the classical Christian views and the doctrine of the majority of denominations would become illegal. The question here is about the core of Christian faith, how a person gets saved into unity with God and into everlasting life through the redemptive sacrifice of Jesus. Therefore... It is crucial to also talk about the nature of sin. As we are living in a democratic country, we must be able to disagree and express our disagreement. We have to be able to cope with speech that we feel insults our feelings. Many questions are so debatable and contradictory that we have the possibility of discussing. Otherwise, the development is towards a totalitarian system with only one correct view. Uh, Fortunately, some internationally known uh, religious freedom attorneys are representing them in Finland. But they could go to prison for writing a booklet in 2004 before. and, And they're saying that this booklet violates their hate speech law, which wasn't in existence when the book was written. May I just say this? Pray for them. I hope and pray that you are in a church where you have a pastor that is not afraid to talk 
about sin. If you're in a church where sin is never mentioned, I question the theological integrity of your church. Are you in a church where because of the power of the Spirit of God, people are convicted and even weep over their sin? This is normal. Now, it's not normal for every single sermon to focus on this sin or that sin. I'm not saying that. But sin must be dealt with. And it is normal for Christians to respond to the message of God's Spirit with repentance and sorrow. Christianity is not just one message after another to make you happy and feel good and feel comfortable. In fact, sometimes a Bible-believing church is where you will feel the most uncomfortable for a time. I suppose if you are never uncomfortable in your church, maybe it's time to seek another one. Hey, folks, have a wonderful, wonderful evening. But please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.